This week, the U.S. Commerce Department reported retail sales fell more than 1% in July compared to June. That's the bad news. But sales in July 2021 compared to July of last year are still way up. Large retailers, including Walmart and Home Depot, reported this week strong quarterly spending. That's the good news. So as the Delta variant takes hold around the world, will consumers continue to spend? or will they change their spending behavior and merchant loyalties? In this edition of Commerce Code, the future of consumer spending. What's next for digital merchant loyalty? I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco. This is Commerce Code brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. I must admit that even for an experienced retail spending observer like me, the signals coming out of the retail economy this week, well, they've been confusing. On the one hand, the world's largest retailer, Walmart, reported strong same-store sales growth of over 5%. Not to be outdone, Home Depot reported same-store sales growth of over 4.5%. Yet, Home Depot had been growing at over 20%, and the Commerce Department reported that U.S. consumer spending slowed in July compared to June 2021. The signals are, well, mixed. Consumers are evaluating what comes next with the pandemic. Will the Delta variant impact their job or back-to-school plans? Consumers are also reevaluating how they shop. Will they use a credit card in store or perhaps instead use a buy now, pay later program online? These choices and how they play out may wreak havoc on a key way that merchants incentivize new sales. That's through loyalty programs. To help us make sense of the various puts and takes in consumer spending, today we go down under to Australia. Why Australia? Well, it's not well known, but Australia is one of the most sophisticated global markets in consumer spending. With a very high per capita income and some of the most mobile connected and credit card savvy consumers on planet Earth, there's much we can learn about what comes next in retail from down under. Kerry Lockwood is the CEO and co-founder of Loyalty Now, a leading provider of loyalty and card linked offer services to retailers in Australia, Pacific, and the U.S. Hey, good morning, Carrie. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Sylvia. How are you? I am doing great. I'm speaking to you from San Francisco, where it's a beautiful day. Where are you today? I'm in Melbourne. Well, it's beautiful outside. It's cold. Around the world, I don't think people realize that Australia is actually one of the most advanced markets when it comes to mobile commerce, e-commerce, and especially loyalty. And more recently, Australia has really been home to some of the fastest growing global innovators in e-commerce, specifically in the area of buy now, pay later. Just last week, for example, the U.S.'s Square announced that they were going to acquire Australia's leading buy now, pay later company called Afterpay. How is BNPL going to impact and change loyalty going forward? 
I think buy now, pay later is really just another cost for the merchant to absorb, to provide the consumer with another set of payment terms that their merchant is expected to pay for. Merchant engagement is really at the crossroads. Traditional banking sense, the merchant acquirers have been the poor cousins to the card issuers who've got a larger clip of the ticket. And now with buy now, pay later, again, merchants are expected to fit the bill for somebody else's success. Loyalty programs and their platforms that are success-based and can easily provide merchants with the information, tools and capability to implement what's best for them to attract consumers will be the real winners here. You are the CEO and co-founder of Loyalty Now, and you operate in Australia, but you also operate in the Pacific and in the US. What are some of the biggest new trends that you are seeing in loyalty across these geographies? And I'm really interested in what you are seeing now and also what you expect to see for the upcoming holiday spending season. The upcoming holiday season will more than likely continue the trend of of increased purchases, just that the mix will shift away from those traditional travel areas into goods and services that can be enjoyed close to the home. All the loyalty participants, so members, merchants and program operators, want real-time visibility and supporting functions that enable them to participate and respond in real time too. So whether it's supporting data or personalised deals or the continued blurring of the line between online and in-store purchases, it means both the merchants and the loyalty program operators must have the tools to get their piece of the pie from a more tech-savvy and research consumer in the upcoming holiday season. That theme around staying closer to home is definitely true around the world, of course, with the resurgence now of the Delta variant. And, you know, Australia has done a really good job of managing that and preventing infections, but it's come at a cost as well. We have very few people entering Australia from other countries and in many ways, the pandemic has really upended how consumers shop. As a result, it's also upended the way traditional loyalty programs work. How do you think merchants and banks should be thinking about reestablishing their loyalty in this new pandemic world that we're living in? Because the way we do things has changed, and it's also changed our loyalties, both in-store and digitally. So how do you think banks and merchants should be thinking about this new world of loyalty? There are three key words that have permeated across the planet over these last couple of years, pandemic or not, and those being safety, value and accountability. So safety, you know, contactless payment and frictionless engagement are the key enablers here. Value, people have become very careful about what they spend money on and well-researched too. So it's not necessarily enough to make the same offer. It needs to be personalised somehow. And accountability, this is transcendent across all aspects of life. And more than ever, financial visibility is expected to be delivered across the myriad of platforms in which we operate. Look, card-linking loyalty programs deliver all these and more through frictionless engagement of the member and the merchant, delivering targeted value for participating members and merchants, and accountability and transparency across all aspects of a loyalty program. Now, a lot of the data that you need for your APIs comes from payment networks, and you've been very successful as a company in terms of your partnerships. You have partnerships with Visa, with MasterCard, with EFT Paws in Australia, and payment in New Zealand. Are you planning to replicate this strategy of bringing new debit networks online throughout Asia and the rest of the world? Uh, yes, we are. Asia, because of our proximity, is very important to us. But the same too is the rest of the world. And because Loyalty Now uses Microsoft Azure, the Loyalty Now platform can be deployed anywhere on the planet. For Loyalty Now, 
Partnerships are at the core of everything we do. We're constantly expanding our locals' debit scheme partnerships across Asia and the globe, whether it's with merchants and merchant acquirers. Our loyalty now, we strive to deliver them the tools that help them attract and retain consumers and to provide our program operators with an expanding value proposition for the members of their programs. You know, around the world, we've been really dealing and in some ways reeling from the impact of COVID-19. Tell me a little bit about what the situation is now on the ground in Australia. How are things going and how are merchants dealing with this resurgence of the Delta variant? It's tough for a lot of people out there, both from a, from an individual sense and a business sense. But as we spoke about before, that merging between the online and the in-store purchase is really happening. So things like click and collect and certainly card linking pays a big part in that. So the scenario about being nice and safe so you don't have to do contact as payment and those types of things, that's really, really helping that those merchants transact and for that matter, the members also to transact as well. So at a personal level, people are, are working through it. At a business and a professional level, people are utilising the tools and capabilities that are around them. And we're really seeing a real surge in terms of the types of transactions that are going on and how people are being rewarded for that. And one last question, you know, Loyalty Now is a member of the Digital Commerce Alliance, which produces this podcast. What do you guys do in terms of loyalty rewards? What is your portfolio of services that you help both merchants and banks do in terms of acquiring and rewarding customers? Our focus at Loyalty Now is to remove the friction from loyalty programs. First and foremost, we see ourselves at Loyalty Now as enablers of a more perfect union between the consumer, merchant and program operators. By using card linking, Loyalty Now removes the need for loyalty program operators or membership organisations to issue digital physical loyalty cards. We can configure it to either cash or points-based programs. We're API first. So whether we use your experience or ours, it's ready to go out of the box. For merchants, the Loyalty Now card link platform means no integration is required. And because Loyalty Now provides full visibility, it means participating merchants have the ultimate inflexibility. For program operators, Loyalty Now can integrate with your own identity management, business intelligence, customer relationship management, and artificial intelligence tools or ours. It's really easy with our API-first approach. Well, Kerry, thank you so much for being with us on the show today. We really appreciate your insights from Down Under. Thank you, Sylvia. That's Kerry Lockwood, the CEO and co-founder of Loyalty Now. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on the future of loyalty and consumer spending. I will admit that I don't have a crystal ball here at Digital Commerce Alliance headquarters in the San Francisco Bay, so I can't pretend to tell the future. But I do regularly speak to the leading global merchants and tech companies around the world. Most merchants that made the successful pivot to e-commerce, mobile commerce, and mobile offers are not worried about what comes next. They expect consumer spending to have a strong year, even with the Delta variant. What they worry about more is how to stand out and drive digital loyalty to retain and grow their customer base. That is what keeps them up at night. It's why the topic we cover today on the show is so important. 
enhancing digital loyalty through offers and other innovative consumer experiences, that might be the single biggest opportunity for most retailers to keep sales growing in 2021. To find out more about the latest trends in digital commerce, check out our website at www.digcomall.org. That's www.digcomall.org. For the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off.